a pretty great childhood. Um, my mom worked really hard to make sure my sister and I had a better childhood than she had. Uh, we did things like Girl Scouts. We lived in a safe city, and she always made sure we went to an excellent school. That last one was the most important to her. She hustled to make it happen, working three jobs just so we could live in our school district. But even growing up, I knew some parts of my childhood weren't like the other kids. Like the first time I smoked a cigarette, I was eight. Um, it, was, it was on a night scene at a friend's house. Um, now I knew drugs were bad, but trying a cigarette didn't seem like such a big deal. So I took a puff and coughed. Um, it was a few years later that I figured out that the ceramic pipe I smoked that was painted to look like a cigarette was in fact filled with weed. So I'm pleased to say I've never smoked a cigarette. (laughs) Then there was the day I showed up one Monday in second grade, and my teacher said, Okay, kids, draw a picture about what you did this weekend. We had spent the weekend at a friend's house. My mom was in the military reserves, and uh, she had to work that weekend. We didn't have family in town, so she kind of had to leave us where she could. Um, So I knew that my sweet old teacher did not want me to draw a picture of my friend and I hiding under her kitchen table all weekend while our drunk parents fought. So instead, I drew a picture of a pony and wrote a fun story about how fun it was. Um, No harm done, except that next week was parent-teacher conferences. Now, now, despite working three jobs, my mom always made sure she made it to teacher meetings. So she was there, and my teacher quite purposefully drew her over to where she had put these stories on the wall. Um, now, it was a good school district, but it was solidly a middle-class neighborhood. There were no kids going for pony rides on the weekend, especially not like a tangled-haired, torn-jean kid like me, right? So my mom's there, my teacher walks her over, and she's like, Here's your daughter's story. Um, so my stomach starts to churn and my chest tightens. I, I don't know what my mother is going to do, um, but she doesn't miss a beat. She looks up at that picture. She looks at my teacher. She smiles and nods. <sighs> you see, my mother hustles better than anyone I've ever met. Um, I started kindergarten right after turning five. It was half-day kindergarten, and my mom was ecstatic because she wasn't going to have to pay for daycare anymore. Um, I would just have to stay home alone for a few hours until my sister, who was in second grade, got home. Um, Now, back then, kids staying home alone in the 80s, that wasn't all that uncommon, although maybe we were just a little bit younger. Um, But they even had a name for it, right? Latchkey kids. Um, My mom loved that there was a word to describe what we were doing. She she would tell everyone she met that her kids were latchkey kids. And I had a little ribbon I wore around my neck with the key tied to it. Uh, She made sure I knew how to get home from school before the year started. We went on the route. She showed me where to turn. She pointed out the house with the hand in the window. This meant that it was a safe house. If you were in trouble, you just went to this complete stranger's home for help. I thought it was creepy then, too. <laughs> she, she taught me how to cross the street, look left and right, then left again and listen. I did that faithfully, day in and day out. And she had me practice putting my key in the lock to make sure I could get inside. Uh, most of the days it went just fine. It was a really simple way home. Um, but I was a timid kid, and um, I remember there was a big tree right before you got to our house in our neighbor's yard. And every day I stopped at that tree and peered around it to look to see if our front door was open. I was always afraid that someone had broken in and was waiting inside for me. Um, Now, even at five, I knew that wasn't the most realistic fear. I mean, most days I get up the courage to just go on in. Some days it'd take me a few minutes and I'd just stand by that tree waiting. Um, One day it 
I just started to rain and I couldn't get up the courage. So I decided to go stand under the eave of my neighbor's garage door to try to stay dry. Um, I suspect my mom contacted the neighbor because I hadn't called to check in and she came out and found me curled up in a little ball trying to stay um, out of the rain. But, but most days it went just fine and I go in and I watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and Sesame Street until my sister got home. One day, my sister came home, and uh, we were just watching TV like regular when there was a knock at the door. Um, now, a knock on our door was not welcome. Um, it could be the landlord looking for money. It could be anyone looking for money. We knew not to open the door, but we were curious to see who it was. So my sister dragged a chair over so she could look through the peephole. Now, my girls are five and seven, and at the time, I thought we were doing this totally silently, but I, I have a hard time imagining that whoever was knocking couldn't hear everything we were doing. So my sister pulls the chair over. She climbs up. She looks through the peephole. She looks at me and says, it's the police. Oh, my stomach starts to turn and my chest tightens, but, but I wanted to see too. Um, so she climbed down so I could get up and I looked through the people and yes, I saw the cops standing out there. I saw, also saw a nicely dressed woman with them, an official looking woman. Um, we figured out pretty quickly that this lady was with child protective services and that if we opened the door, things were not going to go well for us. So we climbed down, put the chair away, and went to my mother's bedroom. Now, I crawled under her bed to hide because that seemed like the most productive thing to do. But my sister, she was eight and very wise. She called my mother, and they came up with a plan, a plan for our escape. (laughs) So they got off the phone, and my sister and I tiptoed through the living room, out the sliding glass door to the backyard, across that wide open lawn, over the chain link fence, and down the alley. Now, as I walked past our house to the neighbors, I glanced over my shoulder on the right, and I could see that cop car parked between the two houses. My stomach started to churn and my chest tightened, but we had to keep going. I walked calmly and confidently a few blocks over to a friend's house where we waited. Now, I don't know what happened next because um, my mom never told us, but I know my mom. And what I imagine is that she pulled into the driveway, saw the police, feigned her surprise... I can picture her putting her key in the lock and with a bit of a flourish, like at the end of a magician's trick, going, voila, no kids. Um, But like I said, I don't know what happened because we never talked about it. We never talked about any of our misadventures. Uh, My mom had no patience for complaint. And in her eyes, we had a really wonderful childhood, and there was just nothing to fuss about. See, for her, she thought getting us a great education and making sure we went to a great school was doing something really wonderful for us. And she worked, hustled to make sure that happened. But in return, she expected us to make the most of that opportunity. And even if that meant doing things not quite like the other kids. Thanks.